0: Have some fun, fun, fun. Queens of the court. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's a bee. Yeah, don't do that. I know. She looks at you like she wants to eat you for lunch. I have
2: no idea. This is your idea. Step
1: off that bitch. Get it, girl. Delicious. Late night. Get wasted. Yo, I love me some good bees. Creepy. Um, <laughs> i don't know what to do though. uncut queens of the court
0: queens of the court podcast
1: you know now that we've been doing this for however long we've been doing this i yes. feel like i've outgrown our introduction i feel like i feel like as we close out the WNBA season i'm looking forward to a new introduction for that's why season. i was just mentioning to you yeah i'm excited about it excited hi. about it hi everyone hi it's the queens of the court <laughs> podcast we back I'm Paul Jafrida. I'm
0: John Hansen.
1: We're coming to you from our new home in Broomfield, Colorado. Yes, <laughs> We're excited to be back with you. We've been off for a couple of weeks because we moved across country and it took us some time. But we're yeah, settled now. It was
0: great, though. Great move. Neil came. That's my dad. Yeah.
1: Um we're now podcasting from our new podcasting studio slash laundry room yeah. slash storage room. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures will be online at kingsizequeens.com. Yeah, it's it's great. It's homey. It's awesome.
0: Should we should we get like a
1: big Queens what? of the Court carpet in here? Yeah. That would be dope. All right, cool. Let's do it
0: um okay so why don't you we have we have a lot to talk about
1: well, uh we haven't talked for two weeks yeah. we've been silent and the season has now ended yeah we're looking at the playoffs ahead of us tomorrow and there's a lot to talk about like we got to get right into it talk to me talk to me all right let's, let's start talking about some stuff first of all let's talk about um the final standings for the season final standings when washington mystics finished first chicago sky uh finished second so those two have locked down the two round buys, not Chicago Sky, Connecticut Sun. Yeah, there you go. They're both like weather. <laughs> 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 They're both weather. <laughs> you know, the sun, the sky.
0: I'm glad you were
1: able Chicago, to. Chicago, Connecticut. I was giving you the eyes to hope you would you figure did. it. Yeah. All right. So let's start again. Try that again. Ready? Uh, Mystics are number one. Connecticut is number two. There you go. Uh, you know, got that coveted second spot. Yeah. Um so those two teams have buys for the first couple of rounds. Yeah, and that's huge. Which I predicted You did predict this. Yeah, I, I predicted that. Vegas was gonna finish second and they're in fourth. Yeah, So the Sparks climbed into third place, making your original prediction much more possible, mm-hmm. which was Mystic Sparks. Mm-hmm. Uh Vegas has fallen to fourth. The Chicago Sky are mm-hmm. fifth. There you go. Uh yeah. the Storm yo, yo, yo. sixth. Lynx seventh and Mercury eighth. And that rounds out our playoff picture. So, our first couple games coming up, I'm just going to tell them when they are, and then let's talk about the matchups. We've got Chicago Sky and Phoenix Mercury Wednesday. So,
0: we're going to start giving you guys times in Mountain Time?
1: (laughs) Is that true? yeah oh no (laughs) (laughs) all right so no we're not we're gonna do eastern time we'll just do it i know i'm just kidding (laughs) we're we're
0: gonna we're gonna stick to you know eastern time zone
1: whoa whoa yeah let's not do that um so phoenix mercury chicago sky Uh uh-huh 8 p.m eastern standard time Ooh. is Is that true yeah. I don't, I don't even know what eight time and ten. it is. 8 anymore. and 10. Is it 8 and 10? The games
0: are at 8 and 10. I'm so lost. Because it says 6 and 8 on the thing All right. on ESPN now. All right. That's where I six checked the last eight. time.
1: All right, so I've been doing the time conversions too. It's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's been rough. It is rough. <laughs> so 8 p.m. ESPN 2. Tomorrow uh, night. ESPN 2. Wednesday, nine eleven. Ooh. Mercury Sky. And then at 10 p.m. Storm Lynx, mm-hmm. ESPN2 also. Mm-hmm. So, doubleheader. Exciting matchups. <laughs> i got to stop talking. John, <laughs> tell us what you think of our first game, Phoenix-Mercury-Chicago Sky, go. So,
0: I think uh, Bonner and Brittany Griner are the X-Factors in this game. Um, Tarazzi's probably not going to play, it looks like. Um, that's what I've been reading. So she's out again. So I think they're the X factors, and if they can put up like you know anywhere from like fifty to sixty points, the two of them, they win this game, right? Um, I think it's gonna be really good game though. I love both of these teams. Um, the Sky were like my Dark Horse team that if they just get hot shooting threes, it it could just be over from that. But I, I think with the size of BG and Duana Bonner, I think it's going to be a problem for this guy to just come in here and I know they're the higher seed, but Mercury have what it takes to go deep in this playoffs.
1: Yeah, I uh, I respectfully disagree with you on this point. I think that without Tarazi, who to me was the X Factor, even though she wasn't playing, you know, even though she wasn't shooting super well in the last couple of weeks, her not being able to be there, if that's what, turns out to be um i think that is devastating and chicago won the season series 3-0 and i just think that without terazi chicago is going to win this game easily okay i mean Um, that's they're definitely my pick to win this game the mercury have been reeling they did not finish the season strong despite bg and bonner just having great seasons great seasons um but just as a team i just don't think they're strong enough right now I, I just the, I think, think the they've sky been there look real good. You know,
0: I I think you know, the Mercury have been in the playoffs a lot and they've done it a lot With as a team. Tarazi. I know, I know, I know. Well, that's it's not a little thing, that's a big thing. But, you know, I I feel like this Sky team is, you know, a little newer to this group of team like the team itself like Diamond Shields, like them being newer to this environment.
1: You just mean you don't think they have enough playoff experience yeah that's it
0: that's all i'm saying
1: you know i I, I mean i hear what you're saying i think i think you know um their head coach wade is up you know probably one of the leading candidates for coach of the year right now he's done an amazing job with this team and i think that they're gelling and clicking in so many ways as a team that uh i don't know i think that I think the only team that's going to stop this guy, to be honest, are the Mystics. I think they're they're going to win their first two um, winner takes all games. I think they're going to beat the Mercury, and then I think they're going to beat Vegas. I
0: think, I mean, going back to probably what I was thinking, I mean, earlier this year, I, I would have said Vegas was like a clear cut to get to you know the third round and to the, the next round, and you know to get to the finals. Um. I don't know about that anymore. They
1: like, had a rough couple, you know, know, end of the season.
0: And they just don't look
1: as sharp mm-hmm. at all as what
0: they were playing like. And the sky, I think, keep on getting better. You know, um, there's just there's so much talent on that team. And the more they keep gelling and the more they play together, I, I think they're going to be dangerous. And they're going to be one of the teams that if they add, like, one piece next year – They could be one of the top teams next year, no problem. Uh,
1: Yeah, they they totally could. They have a lot of talent. Yeah, and they're deep. They're deep. They have like a lot of Uh, bench uh, talent. That's what I
0: mean. Like they're smart. They're deep. They're a great coach team. Like yeah, they've been they've been
1: one of the big like you know you know happy surprises of this season. Yeah, as far as you know, I'm not sure. I, I was expecting them to be. As good as they've been. No. Now they didn't finish in the top four, but they're right outside at five. But that, that's and, that's and I what think, I mean. You know, they're gonna make it to the semis. Yeah,
0: I think one or two, like one piece, like next yeah. next year, like is if it's a good draft pick or a good pickup, either one of them, I think he'd just like put them into the top easily, the top four, and you know compete for that, you know, one, two, three. So who do you like in this in this match? I like this guy. Okay. I'm with you with the sky, but I, I'm also just looking at it from the Mercury do have a lot of experience. They have a lot of, you know, a lot of height that is hard to, you know, compete with. And I just, I don't
1: know. I, I, I If the season series hadn't gone 3-0, I might agree with you. But because the season series went 3-0, I just feel like it's a done deal and the sky are going to win this. So, okay. anyway, let's talk about the Storm and the Lynx, our second game. At 8 p.m. tomorrow, um, this is an interesting matchup between two teams that they're the last two WNBA champs: mm-hmm. Seattle last year and Minnesota the year before. They're both without arguably their biggest stars, Maya Moore and Brianna Stewart, and yes. they've both found a way to, you know, more or less reinvent themselves and continue to win despite being down at least a couple of their most impactful players for each team this year. Yeah,
0: it's been. It's been a rough season for both teams in the injury departments. But, you know, you you got to see a lot of other people shine because of it. And it's nice to see, like, you know, rookies stepping up. It's nice to see, you know, over in the storm, like, Natasha Howard has catapulted herself to, you know, stardom because of this. This is a great game. I I think you know. This is a great game. The matchup is great. The defense and uh, like the intensity from both of these teams that I feel each time they get on the court. I I I think it just shows how deep the WNBA is because like I'm like damn like yeah uh, like I would never bet on this game. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I I agree. (laughs) I would never put down money on this
1: game because it's just such a toss up of who. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a really exciting game. Um, now, the Storm took the season series 3-1 from the Lynx, mm-hmm. and the Lynx's only win came on, like, day two of the season. So I feel as though the Storm have had the Lynx's number, and they're going to be playing at home. So if I had to bet, I'm, I'm going to put my money on the Storm here. Um, I just think that they, has, they still have enough pieces to be really impactful, but... I think Sylvia Fowles in the playoffs. Who knows what Nafisa Collier can do? She's, yeah. you know, the likely rookie of the year at this point. Woo. It's um. Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later. Ah. But I just think they've they've got the pieces. It's going to be a great matchup. It's going like to be it great. Really is. It's really going to be great, and, and it, it could come down to whose guards hit their shots. Totally. That's we, what I totally cause, cause, think it's going to come down to because I think teams, the their bigs are get it done. Totally. Natasha Howard, Sylvia Fowles, they're going to get it done. Done, right? Um, uh, Alicia Clark, you know, you know shout out to her. She's led the league in three-point percentage this yeah, year. Yeah, she's had a great year. So, uh, you know, she often gets forgotten like her in that Storm lineup, but she's Lo- very love. impactful. But what's going to happen if Jordan Cannon and Jewel Lloyd aren't hitting their shots? What's going to happen if Odyssey Sims, you know, isn't hitting shots and Demir Stantos doesn't have – a stellar game the way she's been having yeah you know like what like, like it, that's what's gonna come down to it, is these X factors but uh
0: maybe Nafisa just you
1: know Connecticut days come out of her that's what I mean well takes over and, I mean like and she's been killing it she can't it, do it and they call her Roy <laughs> what? they call her Roy on the team Roy? yeah hmm, I like rookie of the year I, I like it it's like yo Roy I like it mm-hmm. so anyway it's um, pretty
0: good but it's not the case for me I know.
1: So anyway, um who do you got? Who do you like?
0: Uh I'm gonna take the storm. Okay. But it's just uh, Because yeah. they're at home or just Yeah, because they're at home. And and I love Natasha Howard and Jewel Lloyd. Yeah. Um I, I think Yeah, I, I think they're both gonna show up, but that's you know, this is just me speculating. Like I That's I, what I, we're doing here, yeah, making our pitch. No, but I'm I'm just I'm totally like I don't somebody worry. No could, one knows. <laughs> somebody could convince me uh, to take the links too. It, yeah. It's just that close for me.
1: Yeah, and it's a great coaching matchup too. Yeah, two great coaches that have gotten it done with less than they're used to having. And and anyway, and I'm excited for that game. It's going to be two great games back me to too. back espn 2 espn 2 tomorrow night Watch starting it at 8 p.m eastern time 6 p.m mountain time yeah there you go throw it we're, in. Just gonna, we're just gonna do mountain time <laughs> now too Here yeah throw it in there um so Let everybody let's, know let's just talk real quick about the second round since that's also going to happen this week before we podcast again like most likely yeah the second round takes place this coming sunday that would be sunday september 15th maybe we'll give like an instant reaction show maybe maybe we have two matchups, again on ESPN2, at 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. At 3 p.m., the winner of the Storm Lynx will mm-hmm. take on the Sparks. And at 5 p.m., the winner of the Mercury Sky will take on the Aces. So, based on our picks, we're expecting Storm Sparks, S- yep. Sky Aces. Yep. Break it down. Talk to me. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like break it down and you I've like, been I've been talking to too much talk to me give, yeah, give yeah, me yeah, your analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game uh, 1, Spark Storm. What do you like? So
0: for me the Sparks are the team that you know has been surging and mm-hmm. Candace has been playing out of her mind. So I really think uh, for me that's a that's a done deal that they're going to the, they're going to the next round <laughs> cuz I just – I predicted it. I thought that that's what was going to be the final. Um, so
1: regardless of whether it's Storm or Lynx, you just think the Sparks – I just – They're just playing at that next level. They're playing
0: at that next level. I thought they were they were doing it, their teams, deep enough. I thought there was a lot of moving pieces earlier earlier in the year where – certain people would be out here and there. They had Eurobasket. They had Candace out. You know, she came back for a quick second and then was out again. Like I think the team is finally gelling together and has been for the last like week or two. And they look scary. Um Candace just one player of the week to finish off the season.
1: Yep. Chelsea Gray is arguably the best point guard yeah. in the league. Yep. No, I, I NECA, just, Gwumke, another former MVP. Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like they figured out their rotations. I feel like the team has really, really stepped up and I, I think they're very
1: scary. I'm not sold on their guard play entirely. So I, I feel like if there's a weakness for them, it's guard play and size. Their real. Only their only real size comes from, you know, Kalani Brown and Maria Vidiva off the bench. Not that, you know, Neca and Candice Parker aren't, you know, bigs, but, they're not six eight bigs. Um, luckily, you know uh, the storm and the Lynx. You know Sylvia Fowles is at six six, six seven, but uh, you know they don't have you know the Brittany Griner or a Tierra McCowan kind yep. of player. So that shouldn't hurt them as much. But their guard play, I'm not sold on. Raquana Williams and Tierra Ruffin Pratt have been starting for them. Uh, I miss I miss a Al- Alana Beard. Alana Beard. She's such a defensive presence. And she hasn't been playing that much. She had some injuries earlier this year, but I'm not sold that their guard play is ready to handle the guard power of Seattle. Totally. Like that's what it ends up being. So, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think Natasha Howard matches up well against Candace Parker. Yeah, and uh, so. Natasha Howard's an incredible defender,
0: too. Right, so, that's what I mean. I mean, that team's a incredible defensive team but i think offensively i don't think a team's going to be able to keep up with how sparks sparks have been playing yeah uh offensively i think that's what's the you know the difference maker for them i get what you're saying on the defensive side they do have some liabilities um i don't think it matters though yeah i just i just think they're a team that can come at you from every way in the sense of they have people that can stroke the three coming off the bench. They have three pointers coming in from everywhere. Candace does it all. They have great vision all over the court with Candace dishes it out because the focus goes to her so much, but you have Chelsea gray on the other side. Who's like you said, one of the best point guards in the league. Yeah. So like, it's just a real deadly team. I thought it all year. Uh, That's what, yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 to be fair, like, you know, I'm I'm going to pick the Sparks in this game regardless of whether it's Storm or Lynx, but I think that if they're playing the Storm, it's a it's a it's close a, it's game and it's not going to surprise game, yeah. me if the Storm win it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be
0: surprised but if, if Natasha Howard had like a great game and Jewel Lloyd did too. Yeah. But other than that, like, you know, I yeah, I just
1: I just think they're too much. Yeah. There's
0: just too much scoring capabilities there.
1: What about the other game? Uh, Aces against Sky or Mercury. Um, How do you see that one falling out?
0: For me, I I do love um, the Aces. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I do like them. You know, I lo- I'm saying I love them. Like I love them as a team. I like them going forward, but I don't think that they're gonna get past this next round. Like they're gonna win that game. They're gonna beat whoever they play.
1: Do you think they're gonna beat the Sky or the, or the Mercury?
0: Yeah. And then they play the Mystics next, yeah. next round? Yeah, and I don't think yeah, they're going to touch the Mystics. So,
1: before we get there, I don't think they're going to win their matchup against the Sky. I'm predicting Sky, well, and I don't think they're going to beat the Sky in a Ex- one-game Tell play. me. Why? Well, you know, what's what I've seen from the Aces is inconsistency mm-hmm. from, you know, maybe not all five positions because I feel like Liz has been... Liz Cambage has been very consistent. All year. Um, You know, Asia Wilson is a star. But, like, you know, she hasn't been as consistent as I want her to be the last couple weeks. And I feel as though... Do you think that's the injury still? Maybe. Could be hampering her a little bit. I think it's also just a lot of players that throughout their careers have had the ball in their hands a lot. And I think that right now they're finding it difficult to get enough looks consistently to get all these players in a good rhythm and that's why on any given night you're seeing one of these superstars slumping whether it's kelsey plum or kayla mcbride or asia wilson you're seeing some of the some of these players just not having great games two for 10 two for 11 one for 9 one for eight kind of games and these are players of a caliber that you don't expect that from ever and I think you see it right now because it's hard to find everyone, the looks that they want, often enough to have good rhythm. Totally. And I think that's going to hurt them because they're playing a Sky team that is so well – I think the Sky team, right? I they're think the so Sky. well balanced. They're so well balanced, but not only are they well balanced in terms of like what they can all do on the floor, but they're well balanced in terms of their individual needs as players as far as what they need on the offensive end. And I think that that is going to give them an edge – over the aces, even though the aces hold a two one edge on the season series over both the Mercury and the sky,
0: I love your sky pick love I, it. I just i gotta go with them I, I feel love like they're it. I feel like they're the hot team I love Diamond.
1: I don't think they can handle the mystics at all, but because as they've shown throughout the year, but I feel like they can they can handle anyone else right yeah so. totally and I love. I'm Qu- picking Sky Quigs and salute, So love Quigs and salute, Yeah, give me that
0: relationship all day. So <laughs> so, so I'm picking the Sky and the Sparks for celebrity power couple. And you're picking Sparks and Aces. I am. Uh, I'm I'm picking the Aces just because I, I just think they have such firepower. And mm-hmm. if they all like, I I think they're the type of team when there's a little bit of drama behind it. They play a little bit better. Mm. And Liz had uh, Liz had some dramatics the last time they played, right with the uh, with the sky, and had you know was called out on social media after the game and stuff. Yeah, so I, I think that's something that's going to play into it.
1: I think it's going to play into it for
0: both teams. I I don't. I'm the type of person that you know you never want to. Wake a wake a sleeping beast kind of deal. I know. agree, but and I'm then, looking uh, at, I, a, at a
1: at a married couple of a beast. Totally Quigley it. and Sleet. That that I think it takes a lot for Quigley to be like, yo, bitch, I'm calling you out on social media. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. They're ready. Sure, sure. Steph Dolson leads the WNBA in personal fouls. She's gonna fuck up liz <laughs> <laughs> promise yeah uh I, that's that's good great so she's out of the game early
0: like it goes right back feeds right back into my point that i think when you get liz playing in, in this other level you give mm-hmm. her some more meaning behind that
1: game mm-hmm. you don't want to do that <laughs> fair point fair point yeah all right let's move on what you got let's start doing so the so, list. so that's our playoff picture list, for go. this week um, how about Lena Deladon? The MVP. Seems like the clear-cut MVP. MVP. Is that just you talking the about? first player in WNBA history to join the 50-40-90 club. Ooh. You wanna tell everyone what the 50-40-90 club is? Ooh.
0: Um, so 50% from the field, right? 40% from
1: three, and
0: 90% from the line.
1: Yeah, so first player in WNBA history to hit all three marks in the same season. I mean, it's nuts, and her foul shot percentage is like out of like out of this world.
0: Yeah, she's so I'll good. Set a record. Yeah, ninety
1: seven point four percent, and and it was like it's like one hundred and fourteen out of 117. Yeah, yeah. She, she shot way over. Like she she shot more
0: times from the line than most people did all season too, and like she's just so deadly.
1: It's, it's the most automatic thing in basketball. Her shot is just such... Robotic. A, yeah, it's so robotic <laughs> that, like, every time she puts up a shot, you're just, like, good. She's talked about that, too, though. She's talked about, you know, when asked, like, you know, you know your, your people criticize your free throw for being kind of wonky-looking, you know, what's the deal? And she was like, I just, as few moving parts as possible, easiest thing to replicate, you know, just... just I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, it works... It if it works for her and then and, and, and that's
0: how robotic it is, whatever. She could hit, so uh, she hits fadeaways like, you know, like Dirk, like the little, like, uh, off the one foot. I love mm-hmm. when she does it. Yeah. yeah. She has that like Dirk fade fadeaway floater. Oh, it's so nice.
1: <laughs> she got a bunch of good shout outs from like, you know, Steph Curry, Steve Nash, like, welcome I to mean, the club. She should because she's you a know. beast. Yeah. But just like, welcome to like the fifty forty ninety 90 club, which is elite company. It like is. I don't know how many NBA players, but not many. No, have, are in that because
0: like it takes a lot to like that's like somebody being a master at their profession, you know, like yeah, huh. like I am that good at shooting, yeah, it's and crazy. you don't see it in the NBA that much anymore, uh. right? Somebody doesn't go to the line enough, probably. Besides, like a Steph Curry or like you said, Steve Nash, to even like qualify to be in it in the in the nba because like you get the three-point specialist you get that you don't have somebody that's going to the hoop that hard you know to get the fouls called on her you don't have somebody that's just like oh i'm gonna step back and rip threes then too all up in your face and then she just shoots so incredibly good from the from the field like she could take a shot from anywhere in the field
1: and she's really selective. She's not like a player, you know, even though she scores at, at a high flip. That's clip, what I mean. Her percentages are great. She's not throwing up 25 no. shots a game. She's like 15. really, you know, selective about which shots she takes and yeah. the ones that she can hit. And she's just a very smart and all around amazing player. Yeah. She, her Super percentages deserving. are so
0: high because she's so smart Yeah, about how she plays the game. And like her team's so good about playing off of what she needs. Mm-hmm. Like what, works for her it's like oh we put her in the right position no she's gonna make the right decision out of it even if she's not getting the assist she's gonna make the first pass to set up the second pass she's that smart she sees all the plays develop
1: yeah and and um super deserving of MVP.
0: yeah i i I think it's clear cut
1: she also leads the league in plus minus At a plus minus of three hundred and seventy one. Yeah, done. Which is forty points higher than the second place, who's just another Mystics, who happens to be on the floor, all the time as well. (laughs) But so that's
0: that's just what it is. I know, know? but
1: but it's nuts. Three hundred and seventy one plus minus for the for the season. Yeah, it's great. Thirty four games. That's like averaging a plus minus of over ten a game. Yeah, it's nuts. Anyway, so that's Elena Deladon. I want to quickly run through some other records for the season, just to shout them out. Yeah, shout them out, girl. Um, VanderSlute, Courtney VanderSlute, set the assist all-time WNBA single-season assist record with 300 this year. Wow. Um, go Sloot. She's had go some salute. crazy games where she's dead like 15 or like 18 assists. and You're just like, damn,
0: girl. Yeah, she gets it. She really gets it done on that on the offensive side and of the ball. She,
1: you know, and and she's got you know players that can finish around her, which is important. But like. You know, she doesn't have like a ton of like no offense to the sky, but superstars around her. No. Like these are players that she's setting up to be successful. Totally. It's amazing. Anyway, uh Alicia Clark tops in three point percent at forty eight point one percent for anyone with more than ten attempts. Sylvia Fowles tops Pretty in field goal percentage at fifty eight point eight percent.
0: Get getting it done year after year. Yeah. She just signed that multi year contract too. Yeah. Yeah. Extended. So. Staying there.
1: So good. Yeah. Nafisa Collier, tops in minutes played. Get it, girl. Rookie, number one in minutes played. Roy. Roy. <laughs> Griner. Brittany Griner tops in points. Uh, just uh, Okumboale was second, by the way. Uh, John Quill Jones, tops in blocks at 68 and rebounding with 330. Nice. McCowan was second in rebounding. Yeah, get it, girl. Just got to shout out the rookies, too. Always, they were like, always you know, shout out the rooks. Stuff uh natasha howard tops and steals at 74
0: wow that's crazy
1: right that's uh, that's amazing court vision and like if you just look at like those shout outs you have got like a all nba WNBA team right there. yeah and then
0: um what's her name on the fever just had nine threes right um yeah kelsey mitchell just
1: had WNBA regular season record with nine threes yeah scored 38 points Way to finish the year. People thought that she was going to be this kind of talent when she came to the WNBA. She was electoring for know, Ohio State. But yeah. I mean, she was she was unbelievable. She was kind of kind of the way um what's her name for Texas A and M is? Carter. Yeah. Kennedy Carter. Yeah. So she was kind of like Kennedy Carter. She just showed up as a freshman, took over, and just dominated for them. And people thought she was going to do the same in the WNBA, but she's had trouble adjusting her efficiency is low. She's kind of shot a low efficiency, like a three for thirteen kind of th- kind of thing.
0: It's that team is real interesting to me. I mean, it's sad so that... so much talent. Uh, it's sad that Pokey got fired. Bye, Pokey. Bye,
1: Pokey Chapman, coach who, and GM of the Fever, was you? fired after three seasons, twenty eight and seventy four record. It's Tamika Catching spoke about it and was like, "Yeah, Pokey's great, but we just need to go in a new direction." Yeah,
0: it, it's sad, um, yeah. but it also, yeah, there's a ton of talent. They had two all stars. Yeah. <laughs> right like they had two all-stars right. like two all-stars and we're not and we're talking about somebody that wasn't the all-stars yeah, a you couple know? other players
1: that weren't the all-stars <laughs> mccallan who's had a crazy year right for them. they have
0: a lot of nice pieces yeah that they should they could be, be winning be. more yeah uh, they could be i mean it's not fair to say because we thought the liberty had a lot of nice pieces too and should have been able to do more with them as well it must it must be the coaching you know, you yep. can't really put it on the players' backs at that point because, like, individually, a lot of them are having very good seasons. Yep. and you know, we have we have the All Star Game MVP. Yep. and you know, the McCowan and they yep. they're having a lot of nice things.
1: They they're just not, haven't put together. They the haven't wins. put
0: together any wins. Yeah, like, any substantial win streaks. Nothing really to be like, wow, nice.
1: But I'm excited for them in the future. Good. Yeah, yeah, okay. totally. If they get a nice draft pick, they have the second, second highest chance to get the one number one draft pick. Good for them. Um, but yeah, I think that they could be with a new coach next year. Victoria Vivian's comes back next year. Uh, they could be a really interesting team next year. Yeah, uh, so. let's
0: let's hope for it. I would like to keep making this this league even deeper and more talented and more fun to watch.
1: You want to talk about that uh, that technical foul and ejection that happened Ooh, in that Chicago Sky game? How bad was that? Yo. it was so, so uh, ugly. If you didn't see it, you know, Astro um, that. received a technical foul and ejection after a referee walked into her.
0: Walked into her arm extended. She, she was, had
1: her arm extended showing, like, this is where she hit me, like, da-da-da-da-da. And, like, you know, the ref wasn't you looking. You could, like,
0: you could see, though, that the ref hears her. Hears her yeah. And it's just, like, power walking, like, no, no, no. And then
1: when he gets hit. Oh,
0: my God. Her arm, like, touches his, like, midriff. He's he's definitely on our team.
1: He gives this look.
0: <laughs> says, Excuse me, bitch. What did you? Are
1: No. Did you just touch me? Get out of here. Did you just bump into me? I'm over you. Get technical god get out <laughs> throw your hair back ref yeah. my goodness yeah it was bad yeah real it was like, bad
0: enough that the league was like yeah issue um, an apology. yeah he messed up just kidding no technical we're gonna take that off your file
1: too We're we're gonna erase that <laughs> and like honestly if anything i feel like you know if anything, I feel like that that might actually be good for this guy. He, he made the eyes
0: that you make. <laughs> they got that big. Yes, they got that dude, big. Dude, I
1: know. His eyes. His eyes. He was like, what? eyed <laughs> Wherever that dude is, like, holler at you, dude, but like...
0: You extra, girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, you extra. You need to get yourself some D. Um Explicit, Queens of the Court. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad, but... um, I feel like it might be good for this guy, actually, because it means that the Mystics face them most of the game without her on the court, and that can only help them if they have to face them in a three-game series that they didn't just see them and dominate them. Yeah, sure. At full strength. I mean, you know, got to look at the silver lining. Maybe. What else you got? Give me some more. Let's talk about this, like, unbelievable Rookie of the Year debate that's been going on. So, the I think the biggest story of the WNBA over the past two or three weeks has been... Who's gonna win Rookie of the Year? Is it Nafisa Collier? Is it Arike Ogunbowale? They've both had insane seasons. Ogunbowale set like you know you know a, a rec, tied Maya Moore's record with four consecutive 30-point games. She's averaged like a crazy like 25-ish. I can't I don't know exactly, but 25 points a game since the All-Star break, and um, she's second in the WNBA in scoring. Yeah, you know, it's just she's had an insane scoring season. She's she yeah points
0: scored. She came in second, and then in average, she came in third.
1: Average? What average? The average points per game. Oh, points per game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and
0: she had kind of a down. Early part to the year,
1: totally. The beginning part of the year was not strong for her. She didn't start like two or three games. Right, <laughs> like, she was injured for a game or two. Yeah,
0: uh, the, coming off the bench and stuff, played yep. like low minutes uh, at points in the beginning of the
1: season. And then they just unleashed her. And they were like, "Go for it." They were just like, "Girl, just do you." Yeah, just just do it. We don't have much here. so yeah, we know we're not going to win this year. Maybe you'll be exciting. <laughs> yeah, go have fun. Yeah. Um, and
0: I think it was the right
1: thing to do fan base wise
0: and and for her. For her, yeah. y- you get her thinking playing like this knowing that she could score and no questions like about it mentally. Yeah.
1: Her three points look way better than they did at Notre Dame. Yeah, her percentages like aren't that bad considering she had like that like 2 for 23 game or something earlier in the year. Her yeah. percentages aren't bad on the year. Like no. she's, you know, she's shooting like 35% from from three point range. And I can't remember what it was from, from two-point range, but like it wasn't bad. No, no. Uh,
0: for a rookie, I don't give a shit. Right. Uh, if she's putting up these men in this much points and scoring like this, like, she, yep. it, she had a crazy season. And what she's done to me and what they expected out of her, it, it just it, it soars miles ahead of what Nafiz is doing. And... No knock to Nafisa. She's having a great year. But she's literally the only person on that team that is doing, like is scoring, is going out there, is hungry. She looks like... If if you put her on any team to me... Who? Arike. Mm -hmm. She would be doing almost the same thing. And I think Nafisa would be doing the same thing too. But I don't think Nafisa could go onto a team that's this bad and do what... Arika doing
1: so i disagree i don't think uh uh Ogunbowale would be doing this on any other team i think that on any team that was like playoff bound or had some other players who were used to having the ball in their hands she would not be doing this because she would not be allowed to do this and she would be spending more time on the bench and her scoring probably wouldn't be anywhere near what it is i think nefisa collier would be doing exactly what she's doing absolutely anywhere and so let's just compare Arike. Yeah, what's
0: she averaging? Like twelve points a game, or something like that.
1: So she, she scored like four hundred and forty-four points, or something, compared to as like six thirty, or something. Okay, Mefiza Collier became only the second rookie in history to have a season with four hundred points, two hundred boards, eighty steals, six or eighty assists, sixty steals. Um, with Tamika Catchings was the only other player as a rookie who did this. That's pretty good company. There's only been six players in the history of the league who've ever had a line like that. And it includes players like Cheryl Swoops and like Lisa Leslie. She's having a historic year. She's leading the WNBA in minutes played. She's leading all rookies in plus minus. She's doing everything that's needed of her. She's top five in defensive rating. She's... I mean, not only should she should she win Rookie of the Year, but she should be top five in MVP voting. No. Yeah. She should. Okay. So I, I love I
0: love Nafisa.
1: I mean, like, what do you have to say about all the stats I just threw at you? They're
0: incredible. She happens to get to play with. An amazing team and amazing veterans, and I think she benefits from where she is,
1: dude, I think you're crazy like 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 the only player on Minnesota that's been with that team is Sylvia fells, okay, like she's got one veteran on her team with her, and like otherwise it's her, and like it's her show. Okay. I don't know. I think. I mean. I. I think it's. I think it's. Based on everything I've been reading, Collier's going to win the Rookie of the it, Year. It seems that way. Yeah. And it l- seems
0: like all the people that get to vote on it are going to go that way. Yeah.
1: So, I'm just sticking with my girl, Enrique. And I feel you. And I'm not saying that anything that Enrique has done is any less. This than impressive is the- or worthy of a Rookie of the Year award in any other season. But I think Collier is, perhaps, like the next biggest superstar in the league.
0: Who was it? Was it was it Ben Simmons and Trey Young? They had the crazy year together, both of them. This is kind of Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. This is what it's like to me. Totally. Like they both had crazy years. They both offered different things to their teams. You know? Um
1: How much fun has it been to watch both of them It's play awesome, this year, awesome. Right, you know, like, going thank into you. this year yeah, thank going you. into this year, we just knew that the rookie class was going to be outstanding. Yeah. A couple of the rookies did, haven't right shown right up away. the way we wanted to. You know, we're kind of bummed that Asia Dur and Katie Lou Samuelson haven't had more of an impact. But the other, you know, top five, top Not six saying players, that they won't
0: end up being impactful right, players. But they weren't this year.
1: Yeah. Asia Durr but is the biggest surprise. Tierra McCowns had a great year. Yeah. Jackie Young had a great year. Even though it's unworthy of Rookie of the Year, Ogunbowale, Collier, you know, I mean, there's been some amazing rookie performances. Amazing. Um, Um, Brianna Turner has started to see, you know, consistent, significant minutes in Phoenix, yeah, and has been rebounding well for them and putting back when they need.
0: I think there's been a lot of really good rookie play this year, and Jessica
1: Shepard was a stellar rookie before she went down. Megan Gustafson has
0: had significant minutes since she got recalled back to the team. To be like, wow! Look at like, you battled through this, and you're still getting to play and do things for this team. Yeah. So it just shows how good that class is. Yeah. Um, it's
1: exciting to see, like, because I think that as a class, you yeah, know, yeah, their yeah, careers are gonna yeah, just be. Incredible. I think they're
0: all gonna be impact players in the WNBA yeah. to go forward. Maybe not Gustafson. You know, maybe she falls out just because there's so taller, more athletic players coming in. But, like, man, yeah, it's so fun. Mabes. Mabes. ripping threes. She'll just be a three-point specialist forever. It's great. I love yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's been a great year. Been a great year for rookies. Been a great year in general. Uh, you know, going into the year, it kind of felt like, oh, man, look at all the stars that aren't playing this year. Yeah. Look at all the people that are out with injury. Look at, you know, all the people that are you know retiring. And it was like, what's, what's this season going to feel like? Totally. It's been an incredible season. I mean, people have stars have stepped up. A bunch of new all stars, a bunch of young players getting a chance to put their yeah, put their name down in the league. I, I, you just really hope that we don't get a laundry list of injured players like last year coming yeah. into this year. Well, let's hope not. I mean, but it also goes to show that, like you know, they need to figure out a way to keep these players, get these players some rest in the offseason.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems that the USA
1: has. I mean the people that are gonna be on that team USA, and say but they're not gonna be resting, they're gonna be
0: playing. <laughs> no. They don't they're gonna be getting paid more. So they made the obligation that they don't have to go overseas to get the train. But you know, I I, I think that's great for the USA players, right? But there's a lot of there's a lot of great players coming from overseas that don't have that benefit, and the players that are very good on very good teams that aren't on the USA team, the yep. 20 that aren't there that are going to have to go do this, that we're going to lose out on some people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you know Brittany Griner's still not going to go play for her millions of dollars overseas?
1: She probably will. I know. You so, know who's not going to go play overseas? Who? Candace Parker. Yeah. You know why? Why? Tell me. Money?
0: Oh, oh my God. Jesus. Whew. <laughs> <Earth> <laughs> to
1: John. <laughs> I,
0: I, I didn't know you were going to do that nice segue like right? that. Oh, my I God. That segue. Whew. Girl, that was right? good.
1: Turned John. Yeah, that was good. Um, my best. So,
0: Candace Parker just signed a multi-year deal with Turner Sports to, to come back. Get the
1: heck out of here. To TNT.
0: <laughs> She's coming back.
1: Coming back to do analysis for the NBA. For the
0: NBA playoffs, college basketball, everything, everything they got, she's going to be a part of and on, and she has been. And they're launching a podcast for her too,
1: so they're going to produce everything. Yeah,
0: they're going to produce everything though and launch it under their brand and everything like that. So it's amazing.
1: So it has like a very nice launching point, right? So that's awesome. She's got great things to say. Like she's got an amazing analysis. You know, as a, an analyst for the NBA, she's been on point with like things that you don't normally hear these guys talking about when they're talking. Totally. And I think it's super exciting. Good for her um she's had a tough year this has been not the easiest year for her between the injuries and you know not playing up to the level of standard that she wants to be playing at she just recently got voted by wnba players as the most overrated player and like i don't care like how strong you are and how easy that is to like you know kind of be like eh, whatever who cares doesn't matter you feel something about that totally
0: you know she responded with being the player of the week though she did <laughs> which is which is awesome she was like Mic drop. <laughs> and like, let's be real.
1: Like you and I just like you know checked her out in NBA 2K20 as we tried to uh, you know look at you pre cre- as we tried to look you <laughs> as we tried to pre create a potential semifinal matchup between the Los Angeles Sparks and the Connecticut Sun. Ooh, girl. And <sighs> but I'm, I'm just better at you I'm guys. I'm sad so to <laughs> say that representing the Sparks, Candace had a killer game for me. She crushed. But I lost. Yeah, I crushed him. I lost. Enjoy it. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to happen in real life. Uh,
0: yeah, yes, yes,
1: yes. Ew. <laughs> and you were a real sore winner about it. I was not. <laughs> I was just kidding. Was anyway, NBA 2K20, though, what was your impression? I thought it looked incredible.
0: It does look incredible. Yeah, so. The likenesses of the, the players. The likenesses fantastic. of the players are
1: it, fantastic.
0: They did such a great job at that. Yep. You, you look at everybody on the court, looks great. The gameplay is great. Yep. Two K is a great, you know, a great thing for the WNBA. I think,
1: you know, it does. The game is hard, though. Sure. It's um, like like a billion different moves to do. Sure. It's not just like like shoot. It's yeah. like,
0: um, you know, I, I I hate the negative comments from some people. Right. You get a lot of um, a lot of hate from online gamers. The gamer community is kind of toxic. So that stuff sucks. But there's a lot of people that are gonna enjoy the WNBA function yeah. in that game, and a lot of people that you can are gonna do a full season yeah. for the
1: w- WNBA. You can't really do like the like create your own player, take her through the WNBA lifespan. But freaking better figure that out because I want to make my my let's my inner be female real. basketball player. L- let's be real.
0: I know a lot of people that play video games. Their first character they pick is a girl.
1: Yeah like tons. let's be real tons 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 of players p- people prefer to
0: like play women in games. yes i guarantee you if you go out and figure out the averages it's probably more women yeah. than men get selected as by men totally yeah so
1: going forward that could be great yeah just do it like yeah. just 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 take the time and effort and just do it like right come on we know how much money these games make like just fucking put the effort in and do it so i'm glad that you've put them in this game and and it's great and we liked it likenesses was great but but take that next step just give us the full immersive experience anyway yeah dub boom dub wmba
0: so yeah thank you 2k for adding them great stuff awesome um what's next babe Spotlight queen. Ooh. Spotlight queen. <laughs>
1: um You sing it better. I just I I'm like gonna spotlight a player who's near and dear to my heart. Gimme. Slute. Ooh. Courtney Vandersloot is my spotlight queen. Love. With her assist record on the year, and not just her assist record on the year she does so much more for that team than people realize she scores when they need them to she's a great defender she's you know just an absolutely ridiculous point guard with vision and uh and what an exciting player she plays you know with her wife ally quigley um they're a really fun power couple they've got two adorable dogs that she posts on instagram and um yeah i, I love, I love that they're I dog people they're just such a power couple they are they're they're dog people they're incredible basketball players but we're talking about Sloot, not quigs um and i just think everyone should follow her she's like a super chill what's, fun her? Individual. what's her what's her handle i'll, I'll follow her, her handle right is Slute. s-l-o-o hold, hold on you can listen to this later and do it. No, no. I won't Her do handle it is Sloot22. S-L-O-O-T got it. S-L-O-O-T-22. <laughs> Wait for me. Yeah. I'll cut you. She got real, real cute dogs. Look at those puppies. Look at those puppies. Oh, no, right. I love the ugly one. Whoa. <laughs> oh, he didn't mean that. No,
0: no, no. no. Let's be real. Every dog that's like a little ugly is so cute. Which one's the ugly one? The one on the right.
1: The the black one? Yeah. Nah. Yo, you got cute dogs, Sloot. Don't yeah. listen to him. I love I love all dogs. Listen. You know I'm the biggest dog lover. So he doesn't look like ugly that. there. He looks super cute. Oh, he does look cute there. Alright, so follow her. Courtney Vandersloot, assist machine, all star score beast. One Euro League this year with her team. Mom um so good anyway. all right my turn we salute you we salute we salute you, you. <laughs> um, i love that we uh i hate us i love I'm you that, that just happened. all right well who's your spotlight queen
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so we talked a ton about my spotlight queen already um but i wanted to spotlight her because we haven't done her as a spotlight queen, and let's do her, baby. So we're gonna do her. <laughs> we're gonna do- <laughs> we're gonna spotlight her. Um, it's Nafisa Collier,
1: Fiza Roy, Roy, Roy. So
0: the main, yeah, that's the main reason why I wanted to spotlight her was because we haven't, and I think she deserves it because we spotlight the people that we think deserve it. Because she's probably gonna be rookie of the year, and I wanted to get her on our list. <laughs> Word. Um. And she's real fun, and her glam shots she takes, damn girl, she looked good, real good. She uh, does
1: look good. Uh, she, but like, yeah, she's she's t- gorgeous, gorgeous, like yeah. she's crushing. Um, Not that that's your value, Nafisa. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's just value added.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. In her shots, she's looking great. Her fashion is great, but like, um, she's very into her team. She was just with uh. Team USA kicking some soccer balls, uh, balls. Yeah, yeah, she's kicking some balls. Um, but yeah, she's really great Instagram. Really, really fun. You know, a lot of Connecticut stuff on there. So I don't love that. <laughs> I don't love that. But I mean, there'll
1: probably be less Connecticut stuff on there moving forward. But, I know, but know. she's got a lot of Connecticut friends. So it's she like did go like, to hey, UConn. Yeah, yeah no, okay.
0: we forgive her. Yeah, it's so chill. But yeah, we love her. She crushed this year. She's definitely a rising star.
1: What's her handle? It's nafisa No, 24. wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. It's Nafisa24. <laughs> so N-A-P-H-E-E-S-A 24. Awesome. Yep.
1: Nafisa Collier, Courtney VanderSloot.
0: So... <laughs> This has been a long show. Long show. I don't know if we have anything else. Nothing. No, we got nothing else. Okay. It's just,
1: just our usual weird wrap up.
0: Yas, queen. Thanks for listening
1: to us. You know, we, we were sad that we haven't been here for the last couple of weeks, but, but it's one, good to be back. Okay, back. And we're really excited about the postseason. We know you are too. Watch the postseason games. Yeah, all the games are on ESPN too.
0: I think the finals are on ABC. So great, great stuff.
1: Check back in for next week's episode. We're going to talk about the, the first two rounds of the playoffs and what we have coming up. Um, so yeah, we are the king size queens. This is the Queens of the Court podcast.
0: I'm John Hanson.
1: I'm Paul Jafrida. Bye. Don't forget to make it rain, girl. Oh, make it rain. Make it rain, girl. Make, make, make it rain. It rain. Uh, 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 uh. Make
2: it ring go, make it rain, make it bring go, make it rain, make it bring them, make it rain, make it bring go, make it rain, make it ring go, make it rain, make it bring, go, make it rain, make it bring them, make it rain, make it ring, make it rain, make it make it ring.